0: It looks like it looks like there is a big lawsuit right now between Switchbeats, Timberland, and Triller. And believe me, shots are been fired in this battle. And and let me tell you this though, there's not uh, a one side to this story. This is very very deep. Not only is uh, Switchbeats and Timberland going after Triller, but they are fighting back. And once you hear uh, how they're fighting over the money, it always comes down to the money. Uh, you're going to really freak out uh, because this lawsuit is going to get messy. So get comfortable, buck up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on DrBoysTV.com right now.
1: Here we are, The isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who got to delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fed, stick to cosign for three, what did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own, educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten, three PhDs, now we're on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn into intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down, here on Dr. Like voice TV.
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I'm here to uh, greet everybody and say hello. As you come into the chat, uh, give, give me a hello or a thumbs up, shout out your city. Let me know which city you're from. Hey, Sharice Clark, uh, I see uh, the Elder Eastland is in here. He says, Let's get it in. Right on, we certainly will. Uh, Silver Stream, we're going to handle that as well. Uh, and so, how many of you, uh, I'd like to ask this question as you put your city in the chat. Uh, let me know what city you're from, from Atlanta, Sharice. Uh, and I see, Um, uh, let's see, I see Atlanta. What other cities do I see? San Francisco, uh, New York. Uh, okay, okay. Los Angeles. Nice, nice, nice. Very nice. Philadelphia, Pinehurst, North Carolina. Uh, I see Brandy out of Virginia. Good to see everybody. Um, so let me ask you all this question. How many of y'all heard about this uh, interesting, crazy lawsuit between uh, Swiss Beats, Timberland? And Triller, uh, give me a yes or no. If you saw this lawsuit, it's crazy. Uh, it's really crazy, and it's um, it's gonna get messy. And let me just tell you this: uh, these guys uh, are in for a fight. Uh, this lawsuit is not as simple as it appears to be. If you look on social media, you'll see what those two are suing. Uh, Timberland and Swiss Beats are suing Trilla for a massive amount of money. Uh, it's about twenty-eight million dollars, which which is really yeah. I mean it's 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 a, it's a big deal and uh and it's a surprise to a lot of people because the lawsuit started with Switchbeats and Timberland selling they sold verses now how many of y'all know about verses anybody watching any of the verses or any any of these battles that were going on and and I saw a lot of chit-chat about it um you know the versus battles were pretty big especially during the pandemic uh they really kind of took a foothold on the internet and these guys showed tremendous creativity and intelligence by creating the verses, and uh, you know it was a shot heard around the world. It was heard around the world. Everybody was tuning in for verses, and uh, and I applaud these guys for what they did. I mean, I really uh, want to take a second before we dig into this lawsuit and what's going on. I want to applaud uh, the black men for just you know having the ingenuity to create something cool, and 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 it was fun and positive, and I liked it because it also gave an opportunity for a massive platform for a lot of artists that you forgot about. You know, a lot of artists that people weren't talking about anymore artists that, you know, from the nineties, uh, early two thousands, maybe even the eighties or the seventies. And it just seemed to give new life to their lives and great possibilities. And I, I just think that that was genius of them. And I want to applaud them for that. Now that we have applauded them for their genius, I'm going to start. start <laughs> the engine, And we're going to really drive into what we, what, what's really going on here. So, So there's this lawsuit going on that is really fascinating. I'm going to pull it up. As I pull it up, please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. And also I have to give a a quick little PSA to remind you that there are a lot of fake Boyce Watkins accounts all over the Internet. Apparently there are these scammers and spammers who pretend to be me, who will hit you up in your inbox and invite you to go on their WhatsApp and invest in their crypto scams. That is not me. That is not me. If you see those people. If you see those scammers I would need you to I need you to I need you to block them and I need you to uh cuss them out and then I would like for you to also report their account uh, because they are apparently taking people for money and I don't want that to happen to you so I got to make that public service announcement before we get started. So here's the lawsuit. It's really interesting. This is according to the verge.com. The Verge is saying that Timberland and Swiss Beats are suing Triller. After the short form video platform allegedly failed to make a $28 million payment for the acquisition of the live music face-off series versus the music pair producing pair claims that Triller hadn't followed through on any of its required payments since January. According to the lawsuit, which was filed in a Los Angeles County Superior Court on Tuesday, Triller allegedly failed to pay Timbaland and Swiss Beats in January and later agreed to a settlement that would require it to pay $18 million in March and $1 million every month for the next 10 months. But those payments supposedly haven't come through either. This is in the lawsuit. The law, law, Washington Post is saying this. To date, defendants Triller have failed and refused to make any payment to Mosley, Timberland, and Dean, Swiss Beats, of the past due sums due and owing, and defendants continue in default of their payment obligations under the agreement, the filing states, according to the Washington Post. Okay, let's let's stop right there. I want to I wanna just uh, stop right there for a second, and I want us to kind of meditate on what we just heard. You know, I want us to kind of just um, – you know, think about this part here. Okay. So there's this lawsuit being filed and they're claiming that the company didn't um, pay them. Right. So, so you, you went out and, and you you create this thing called versus and you decide that you want to sell it to a company called Triller. Um, I looked up Triller. I didn't know much about Triller. Uh, how many of you use the Triller app or have even heard of it? Give me a yes or no in the chat. Give me a yes or no if you use Triller or even heard of it. Apparently, this is a really popular app. Uh, I looked up Triller, and you know me. I like to look at the history and look at the receipts and see what's going on. So here are the two guys who created Triller in 2015. And, uh, and, and these two guys, um, their names are David Lieberman and Sammy Rubin. David Lieberman and Sammy Rubin. Um, I thought it would be somebody named Rothenstein or something, but it's not Rothenstein. It's David Lieberman and Sammy Rubin. You know, two guys that t- know how to make money off of hip hop artists. They know how to take black culture and monetize the shit out of it. Um, I'm not. A big fan. I'm not a big fan of these types. You know, uh, I worked with a guy named Damon Dash uh, on something called Intelligent Boss Moves back in the day. And I remember Damon used to call uh, people like that culture vultures. And I couldn't disagree because, uh, you know, they, they make a lot of money off black culture. Uh, they do this all throughout the music industry. A lot of y'all, I mean, think about this. Y'all make the best music ever. Y'all, like, are the most talented people on earth. And other people are the ones who are the primary beneficiaries of all this. Y'all y'all should know better. Y'all should know better. I mean, straight up. You know, Dr. Claude Anderson talks about this in Powernomics. He says that you create all this amazing stuff with your music, and then you give it away. You, in down in the Boogie Down Bronx in the 1970s, you created this amazing transformative art form called hip-hop, and you didn't benefit from it because I can still go to the same neighborhood that hip-hop was created and I'm gonna see the same poverty I saw back when hip-hop was originated. So I'm really just trying to understand at what point, at what point are we gonna get the damn message? Like, you know, at what point are we gonna understand the limitations of always selling our greatness to other people. I mean, I'm not dissing Timberland. I'm not dissing Swiss Beats. I get it. Twenty eight million. I mean, that's a lot of money, and they probably got more money coming after that. Maybe they couldn't monetize it at the highest levels. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I just. Don't, I'm trying to figure out when we're gonna wake up as black people. When are we gonna wake up and just realize that when you make these deals with the devil, the devil's gonna act like the devil. You know the the devil's in control now. I'm not trying to say that 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 Triller's wrong. In fact, there's a whole other side to this lawsuit, and Triller has really come out swinging. I mean, they're not sitting back just letting uh Timberland and Swiss Beats talk bad about them. They're coming back and they are literally talking back to Swiss Beats. They're talking back to Timberland and they're talking back about why they didn't pay these guys, and they're claiming. That Swiss Beats and Timberland didn't do their job. Now I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but more more specifically, I had to take a moment as I'm reading that article and help y'all reflect for a minute on what happens when you keep selling the culture. You know, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I don't get me wrong. I like Versus a lot when it was a black owned company, but I don't like Versus when it's a white owned company. Then you become you become another BET. Seriously, that's what you you become another BET. Um. So so. You know, let, let me keep going. Let me keep reading. Stop it, boy. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop. Stop doing that. OK. All right. I promise I won't do it no more. All right. So here, here's here's more. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Share. Subscribe. Uh, King King 80 says <laughs> you work with Mr. Wu. First of all, I don't work with nobody named Wu. You idiot. You big dummy. Uh, but second of all, uh, if I do work with people who are not black, I am the person who is in charge. When I have a partnership, I maintain ownership over the assets that are in my family, unlike yourself. So so don't be coming up in here with that nonsense unless you're asking to get blocked, Mr. Kingle. So you need to quit all of that. I don't work for nobody. We built our company. We have made tens of millions of dollars over the years, employed tons of black people, put millions of dollars into the pockets of black people and maintain 100 percent ownership. At what point have you ever seen me come on here and have to get permission? I don't have to get permission from nobody. You got to get permission from your mama because you're living in your mama's basement. So so uh, so just just sit down, fool. Epic fail. So let, let, let's keep going. Let me let me let me move on. Let me move on. I'm going to stop talking to the tiny minded people in the chat. Uh, all right. So Timberland and Swiss Beats created Versus in 2020 as a webcast that pits two artists and their music against each other. Triller acquired the series last year, and as part of the deal, the duo joined Triller's management team and also became shareholders in its parent company, the Triller Network. According to Billboard, Timberland and Swiss Beats split up a portion of their equity stake to 46 other artists who appeared on Versus, including Alicia Keys, who's married to Swiss Beats, by the way, uh, T-Pain, Rick Ross, and John Legend. In an email to The Verge, Triller claimed that it has paid Timberland and Swiss beats 50 million in cash and stock, 50 million in cash and stock, 50 million in cash and stock, 50 million in cash and stock 50 million. In. So, so what do you think I, I'm, I I really, I'd love to know what percentages in cash, what percentages in stock and stock in what is it stock in Triller? Like is, is Triller a publicly traded company. I didn't know that Triller was a, um, publicly traded company let me see let me look up triller stock price triller stock price i don't see triller stock now they're now they're um they're not in the stock market it looks like it oh wait it says the company is publicly traded and focuses on digital advertising both companies boards approved the merger proposal uh which would have combined a combined entity at five billion dollars in Q1 2022, Triller expected the SPAC, also the special purpose acquisition company IPO, to finalize with Triller stock listing on the NASDAQ. Okay. So I, but I still didn't see anything. Normally, if I type in the, the stock price of a company, I can find the stock price immediately. So I don't know the details of Triller stock. So, so apparently, what Triller appears to be saying is look, man, we have paid you a lot of money already. We've already hooked you up. Uh, we, you know, you. You're, you're getting paid, so why are you complaining? Well, here's what here's what here's what else is going on. So, so they said earlier this month, a report from the Washington Post revealed other missed payments from the TikTok rival, from Triller. Triller is a TikTok rival, failing to deliver consistent monthly funds promised to Black creators it recruited. Again, making deals with the devil. The devil gonna be the devil. I seriously, I, I'm not saying that Black creators shouldn't make deals with de- the devil. I'm saying the Black people need to learn how to start our own damn businesses. I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm not I'm not sitting here saying that that you're wrong to make deals with these social media apps and companies. But here's the deal. When you are a content creator, when you're a content creator and you are dependent on the platform to pay you for your content. Then they have all the power. They get to decide life or death for your platform. They get to decide decide whether your content gets exposed to the algorithm or not. They get to decide when you're going to get paid, how much you're going to get paid and if your paycheck is going to go down. You know what options you have when you're a content creator and you're heavily dependent on something that's owned by your adversary? The only right right you have (coughs) is you get to cry. You get to cry when they don't pay you. You get to cry when they uh, decide that they don't want to give you your money. You get to cry when they uh, decide they want to demonetize you. You get to cry when they decide they want to shadow ban you. In fact, how many of you, give me a yes or no, how many of you have been shadow banned on Facebook, Instagram, or been in Facebook jail. How many Facebook jail veterans do we have in the chat? How many of y'all uh, have been, you know, blocked, banned, shut down? You know, just I mean, it's humiliating. It's really humiliating. I've been I've been in Facebook jail so many times. You know, I'm I, I'm like a ten time felon. I got a long track record. A lot of my platforms, I got platforms with hundreds of thousands of people on them, and I'll put up a post and I'll look at the stats, and it'll say this post was shown to 80 people. How the, hell, how the hell am I going to have 400,000 followers on a page and get have the post shown to 80 people? Well, that's because they're playing a the game with y'all. You know, when they when white folks control all the platforms, well, they get to make all the rules. I don't even know if Trill is run by white folks or Jewish folks or Asian folks. I know it ain't run by black people. That's what I do, though. That's what I do. I know it ain't run by Timberland and Swiss Beats because now they're in court. They're suing because they feel like they aren't getting paid. But Triller came back, and they wrote. They wrote some emails. They they didn't. They said, "Look, we're not going to sit here and take this." And I'm gonna read what Tim, what, what Triller wrote back to Timberland and Swiss Beats in one second. Do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Share, subscribe. A lot of you joined us yesterday. Hundreds of you actually joined us yesterday for a special training that I did for the members of the Black Business School. The Black Business School you can join for free. Uh, and I did a, a training on how to become a millionaire with five minutes a month. And uh, for those of you that maybe missed it or would like to take advantage of the offer that was made at the end uh, to go through our Black Money Sequence of the Black Business School. We are we are the world's leading Black wealth experts. We train 150,000 students around the world. We reach a million Black people a week. We are independent. We are not corporate sponsored. This is not brought to you by Walmart and Bank of America. We are not funded by the government. We are independent. So if you'd like to learn from our experts, we have millionaires and billionaires and entrepreneurs and CEOs who teach in our programs. Feel free to go to blackmoneysequence.com if you'd like to take advantage of the program and become a part of the Black business school. Uh, we are very proud of what we do. And uh, we want to cheer on black folks who are who are out here getting it done and building independent wealth. Now, now let's get back to let's get back to this 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 whole issue with Timberland and Swiss Beats in the lawsuit. So here's what Triller wrote. Triller wrote a, a really compelling email that was very fascinating because it's, it's interesting because it really says that Triller is fighting back is not taking a sitting down. They're like, look, you're not going to throw, you're not going to spit on our name. You're going to put some respect on our name because Triller is, uh, from what I understand, they were the number one app in India. They, at one point, were the number one app or number two app in the United States. When TikTok was, being, was banned in India, they shot up to the top two or three in India. Then uh, in the United States, when they talked about banning TikTok, Triller shot up to number one in the United States for a, little, for a little while. So Triller ain't playing. Triller's sitting on billions of dollars. And I think that what they're saying to Swiss Beats and Timberland is, okay, you can fight us if you want to. But we have a war chest, a war chest that you would not believe. We've got money that will just literally blow your socks off. We will keep you locked up in court for the next 18,000 years. And we're still going to own your culture. We're still going to con- have more influence over your people than you have. I really think that that Trill is just very serious. I don't think that they are just going to sit there silently and issue sort of sort of simple corporate statement. I think that they're really going to fight hard. So here's what they said. Here's what it says in this email. It says, uh, first and foremost, this feud is not over versus. It is personal to Swiss and Tim, Swiss and Tim have personally been the greatest beneficiaries of Triller to date, having been paid over $50 million in cash, stock, personally already. This is nothing more than a performance dispute on personal payments to Swiss and Tim. So notice they keep saying Swiss and Tim, Swiss and Tim, Swiss and Tim. Like it's a song, like you could put a beat to it. Swiss and Tim, Swiss and Tim. So on top of the $50 million they were paid, they have annual obligations, which, which if met and no breach has occurred, allows them to an annual payment. Only one payment of $10 million was in question. We don't believe they have met the thresholds for that payment. So they're basically saying, you didn't do your damn job. You need to do your job, including, but not limited to, failure to disclose obligations to labels. And we have been trying to resolve it amicably. Like they say, look, we tried to be your friend, but now you don't bought the crazy out of us. Now, this is interesting. I'd be very curious to see, what they uh, are referring to when they say uh, fail to fail to meet your obligation or or, your, or fail to reveal your obligations to labels. So I don't know if that means that they were putting people on versus as a favor to labels in order to get side money. I don't know. I'm not saying this yes or no, but think about this, right? The music industry is very complex. You know, every song that you hear in a versus competition is owned by somebody, you know, and a lot of times it ain't owned by the artist half the damn time. You know, a lot of times the artists, um, they just they're just they're they're just paid performers. So in order to get access to a lot of the entertainment that you consider to be black entertainment and things that are owned by black people, you got to understand that a lot of these artists, a lot of your favorite artists who have all the popularity and you love them to death. and You think that they're the bosses and the kings and everything else. A lot of these artists have to go ask permission from daddy before they can even sing the damn song. A lot of these artists don't own a goddamn thing. And so when when, when you think about a versus and, and you got your favorite artists up there singing your favorite songs, just know that your the, your favorite songs, what you think are your favorite songs are basically a type of real estate. They're a type of real estate that these corporations own inside your brain. They they own real estate inside your brain. They, they've got you in a position that's really interesting, very precarious, where you have psychologically committed yourself to something that doesn't belong to you. It's it's a lot like a gangbanger who dies over a block that his mama doesn't even own property on. You know, you're dying over the block. You're like, this is my block. This is my block. Come on, my block. I'm going to kill you. Okay. But it's not your block. That block belongs to Mr. Ruthenstein, who lives on Beverly Hills, and he just owns your block along with about 80 other blocks because nobody ever talked to you about what it means to actually own something. So a lot of the artists on Versus, and I don't know which ones, I don't know the details of all the relationships one way or the other. A lot of the artists on Versus don't own the songs that they perform. A lot of your favorite actors who are in a lot of your favorite movies, they don't own the damn movie. Uh, There are shows that you love, that you become very attached to, Where you're like, why don't they do a reunion for this show? Why don't they do this show again? Well, the actors want to do it. They just can't because they went to Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers said no. Warner Brothers basically said, fuck you. We're not doing we're not doing a reunion because we we own you. We own you people. So until we kind of get past that and understand that, I think you're going to always kind of see these weird situations emerge that don't quite make sense. Now, I'm not dissing Tim and dissing Switch. So I want to make that real clear. I know people that know these guys, so I'm not even trying to be negative uh, toward them in any way. I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. Um, I, and I think ownership and black ownership, I think they kind of get a lot of that. But a lot of times you got to remember, white daddy writes really big checks. You know, he can write really big checks. And, and and if the money is the motive, like you know, they say they say MoE money over everything. If money is the motive and money is the number one variable in your economic decisions, then the white man will always win. The reason he will always win. Is because he's always got the most money. It's a lot like uh if I if I'm picking my wife and I say, you know what, the girl with the biggest booty is the one that I want. All that matters is the size of the booty. Nothing else matters. No matter how smart you are, how pretty you are, how how kind you are, how well you cook, it's the size of the booty. Well, the well, the people the, the women with the BBLs are gonna get first place because they have booty so big that they, they look like alien ships. They look like alien ships attached to their bodies, right? So so what you got to do, this is what I'm saying to you black people. I need y'all to listen to me here. Give me a yes in the chat if you get what I'm saying. In order for you to succeed as a black person economically in this country and be able to achieve a healthy balance between wealth, power, freedom, and sovereignty, you have to make decisions that are not just based on money. You cannot make every decision solely based on how much money you make because if the money is the only one motive... If money is the only thing you're paying attention to, the white man always wins because, God damn it, he can print his own money. His face is on the damn money. He owns the money. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, so let me keep going. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Share, subscribe. Uh, Also, if you want to get text alerts when I go live, you can text the word BOYCE to 31996. And speaking of uh, content and everything else, uh, this podcast can be found on Spotify and Apple. So if you look up the Dr. Boyce Breakdown, you can find all the content that I do here as well as uh, content I do with my wife. My wife is a therapist and a full professor of social work, and she's very, very good at healing for black people and all these other things. So uh, these are some things that we do around here, and uh, we don't ask nobody's permission to do nothing. All right, so let me uh, move on and... Uh, Keep reading this a little bit more of this article, and then I'm going to let you guys go because I just wanted to break this down. Y'all know me. I like to talk about what's going on, but I feel like if we can't talk about it and make each other better people, then it's not a worthy conversation. So uh, what Triller is saying back to Swiss Beats and Timbaland in this lawsuit is really interesting. This is going to get messy. This is going to get ugly. I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe they're going to get their money. I think it's just going to turn into a calamity. And I think that because everyone else is so obsessed with money, I don't think anybody's really going to stand in solidarity with them against this behemoth, this multi-billion dollar behemoth called Triller. They said that we don't believe that they have met the thresholds for that payment. So they believe that they didn't meet the thresholds. You didn't do your job. That's why I didn't pay you. Uh, Including, but not limited to, failure to disclose obligations to labels. And we have been trying to resolve it amicably. It is unfortunate they elected to elevate this to the press and a, quote unquote, legal shakedown. And to further claim, we now also owe them payment for one year from now. That has its own set of deliverables, which include but are not limited to delivery of a set number of verses for 2022. So they're basically saying, look, you haven't even delivered what you're basically saying that we didn't. Not only did we not pay you for last week, but you say we didn't even pay you for next week. And next week hasn't even happened yet. You're saying that we, we were supposed to pay you for 40 hours of work next week and next week hasn't even started. What are you talking about? So so I, I really see a lot of frustration in this message. I think that they're, they're very upset with this. And, um, and and they're really just kind of, you know, I, I think that they're going to I think they're going to keep revealing stuff like this. And this is interesting. I, I find this very fascinating because what a lot of people don't see when they see lawsuits or they'll hear somebody that's an artist or the worker go out and say they scam me they didn't pay me. And I know that feeling. I've seen that. I've had that happen to me where people were on my platform or something. And they, you know, and and I've never, by the way, I've never been paid to do a video for anybody. I've never been paid to do content. I do it for free. You give me a good platform, I'll do that content for free. But I've paid content creators before. And so, and and I pay every single penny I ever owed, every penny I ever promised. I always paid every penny that I owed that person. But then sometimes there'll be a person that I fire because you're trifling or you're crazy or you're mean or you didn't do your job. And then next thing you know, they go on the internet that Dr. Bush didn't pay me. Dr. Bush don't pay nobody. I'm like, no, I paid you everything. You're just mad because I fired you because you didn't do your job. So people don't get to see all sides of the equation. We just sort of pick a side without having all the facts. So in this situation, I'm 100% clear. I'm not picking a side. I'm not sitting here saying Triller's wrong. I'm not here to say Swiss Beats and Timberland are wrong. I'm here to simply say that it's fascinating though because on one hand, Uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland can point to the fact that Triller has been accused of not paying other content creators. So that that is a problem. And then generally speaking, I don't think these platforms pay them very well. TikTok and uh, what's the other uh, uh, YouTube when they pay people for shorts, the amount that they pay them is not even enough to pay your cardinal half the damn time. Right. So those payments are really not that great, to be honest with you. But then on the other side of that. Trill is coming back and basically saying we didn't pay you because you didn't do your job. We paid other people. We got a whole lot of other people that work with us. And here's another thing that's really interesting. And I don't know how deep this goes. But from what I read in The Verge, they were claiming that uh, that TikTok has some other very prominent investors like Mr. Snoop Dogg, um, uh, Lil Wayne. Uh, You know, Kendrick Lamar I don't have Kendrick's picture But y'all know what Kendrick Lamar looks like He looks like a genius That's what he is Because Kendrick Lamar That's my favorite rapper Of of the whole group Of those three Kendrick is the best Because Kendrick always has something to say And he's a genius At expressing himself He's a true lyricist In a world of crappy mumble rappers I, I am not a fan of mumble rap um, I think mumble rap is the reflection of the fact that our school system is failing, and our poor kids can't even pull together two verses uh, to save their life. And it, it's no disrespect toward young artists. There are many young artists like you know D1 and others who are very very good at uh, at, at creating great content. But uh, mumble rappers, unfortunately, just learned that if you put a good beat on a nursery rhyme, it's probably going to be a hit because a lot of your audience, unfortunately, was cheated out of a quality education and they don't have the ability to discern quality content and quality music from music that just sounds good when you're smoking and drinking. So anyway, with that being said, let me stop. I sound I, I'm, I'm kind of being mean right now. I sound like a mean old man. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to be honest and I and don't act like you don't agree with me. All right. So let, let's keep going. So the, the next part here, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, you listen to dr.boyt.com, the home for intelligent black people, and uh, make sure you go to Boywalkins.com. I have a free ebook you can have there on how to how to get started investing. And also if you want to follow me on Twitter, there's my Twitter's Twitter, it's Twitter uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins with the number one at the end. So so Triller comes back and they're also saying that Timberland and Swiss didn't do their job. Uh, they, they said either this will settle or a legal venue will weigh the evidence. And determine if Swiss and Tim are entitled to what are effectively "quote unquote" earn-out performance payments, if they did or didn't perform, or if they did or didn't properly disclose. So they're saying, okay, uh, this is in in poker. This is called calling your bluff. In poker, this is called calling your bluff. Calling your bluff is where you say, okay, let's flip the cards over and let's see who wins. That's they're they're, they're literally they're saying they're saying let's let's flip the cards over. Let's just see let's see who's got the best hand. So they're calling their bluff. They're saying. We're, we're. This will either settle, like which it probably will, I'm I'm assuming, because I don't think either either one of them benefits from this long, prolonged legal battle. Or, okay, we can go to court. All right, homie, let's go to court. And they said, and, and, and we're going to find out in court if they did or did not perform, according to the contract, or if they did or did not properly disclose their relationships with record labels. They said, this does not affect Versus operations or Triller's ownership of Versus. So they're saying, we still own it. We still going to run it. Swiss and Tim failed to disclose both trademark and label issues, which are in excess of $50 million. So they're basically saying you lied, man, you lied. You didn't fulfill your end of the bargain. You know, you, you told us, that everything was cool and it was clear and you had all the rights and everything else. And you didn't, you didn't. And, and and the thing is that that costs money. It costs money to get access to this music. It costs money to get these artists. It costs money to, to, to make a lot of these things happen. And so what they're basically saying, it seems to me is that you didn't tell us the truth and that costs us a lot of money. So, so ultimately I, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not saying that this is the case. I'm saying that, you know, for those of you that just saw the headline that they're suing Triller for 28 million and they're, you're assuming that your favorite artist is right. I don't think that that assumption is incredible, is 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 the most accurate way to look at this. Uh, they said that and also here's another uh, bombshell. This is this is a big deal. Uh, Triller uh, isn't just responding to the lawsuit. They're actually coming back and they are claiming to uh, th- that they're going to counter sue. Uh, they said so. It looks to me like they are, um, they are forming putting together a counterclaim that will be forthcoming and it will be in excess of 50 million in damages for, among other things, false reps and warranties, failure to disclose label payments owed, and failure to disclose certain trademark issues, among others. If this does, if this is not, if this does proceed to court, we look forward to putting on our case. What's interesting, though, is they said that the email was signed by a guy named Ryan, and nobody knows who Ryan is. I don't know who Ryan is. But let's let's look that part up false rep, false reps and warranties. Let me do a quick, I'm going to do a Google search. Do Hit the thumbs up button real quick. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Also, uh, as I look this up, just a reminder, don't forget there are a lot of fake Boyce Watkins accounts out here apparently that are hitting you guys up and trying to get you to inbox them back and trying to get you to... Um, uh, join these crypto clubs and all this other crazy stuff they have going on. Uh, just ignore that. and if you see those people, please block block them and also report those accounts so we can uh, keep everybody safe. All right. so uh, here's what a false representation of warranty means. It says if one of the representations made is 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 inaccurate, the warranty included outlines the action that one signed. okay, let's see, oh no, wait, give me a second. And when when a representation is false, The warranty allows the other person involved in the contract to terminate or decline the transaction. So basically what Triller seems to be saying is that the deal we signed with you was not a good deal for us because you did not represent yourself or your ownership in the way that uh, that was reflective of good standing or uh, or good intent in this contract. So um, in a way, it's almost like somebody running up to you and saying, hey, would you like to buy my car? But they don't actually own the car. Right. And so uh, I'm thinking that Timberland and Swiss Beats went to Triller or talked to Triller and said, hey, would you like to buy our black people? And they didn't really own those black people or own those artists. I'm kidding. I'm joking about the owning black people. I'm just being I'm being petty with that. But seriously, like, you know, so it's because when, when they go to Triller and you make a deal, well, what are you selling? You're selling uh, the audience. That's it. I mean, if you think about the way Versus was built, which it was brilliant, by the way, I think Versus was extraordinarily good. Um, they, they built this massive audience during the pandemic and then they said, well, what do we do with this audience? So with this audience, uh, they go to Triller and Triller says, okay, we'll pay you millions of dollars for this audience. And, and I don't think there's necessarily anything, uh, evil about it or, uh, malicious or, or, you know, or, or cynical or, or, or criminal or anything about that. But it's, it is kind of, um, a formula that you should look out for because everybody does it. There's so many people that lean on the fact. That black people love to watch TV. Black people love to engage in entertainment. Uh, we are the fallback for many corporations that are looking for viewers for their TV shows or people to watch their channels or whatever it is, right? So they will go. They, so they built up verses, and everybody loved it. And then they went and immediately sold that audience to Triller which then led to a lot of complications. So, so Versus is not a Black-owned entity anymore. So don't, if you support it, support it because you just like it. But don't support Versus because you think you're supporting your favorite artist. I don't think you really are. And don't support Versus because you think you're supporting a Black-owned company because you're really not. Uh, so let's see here. Now, um, Mogul Mays, you made a donation, so I'm, I got to put your comment on the chat. Thank you, brother, for your donation. He says, I knew from the gate that they went about it wrong, the wrong way. You have to have complete ownership and get sponsors to flip the bill, guarantee a certain amount of venues. They missed the mark. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it was done kind of fast. You know, it seemed to me like it was done very quickly. Like it was almost like versus was sold right after it was created. And I, I, I just thought that was, I was like, wow, that was fast. And, um, and it was this massive phenomenon that was really doing really well and kind of took the world by storm. And so, um, you know, I just say in general, I'm not surprised by any of this, you know, so what they're kind of saying is it almost seems like they feel like they got used. Like you went and you, you sold yourself, you sold what you, what you owned uh, to these partners, to the, the, to Lieberman. And what, what's the guy's name? Let me put them on the screen. Uh, whoever these people are that, that owned and started uh Triller, but well, these are the founders. I don't know if these are the actual owners anymore. The owners have probably changed, but uh, David Lieberman and Sammy Rubin. So you sold it to the friends of Lieberman and Rubin. And now you're mad because they didn't pay you. Now you have to settle all that in court. And I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I don't know if 100% ownership would have been appropriate because sometimes it's difficult to raise the capital to take the business to the next level. But it almost speaks to, to say that perhaps the ability to manage a business and properly scale a business and raise capital for the business without relinquishing ownership uh, to white folks who have access to the capital might be a better model. That maybe um, instead of just simply saying, okay, our job is we're going to go and collect black people we're going to collect a few million black people, put them in a box and then go sell them over to 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 massa. I think that business model has to be one that isn't carried into the next generation because what happens is that you're going to carry the damn uh business all the way up the elevator, but they get to k- take it to the penthouse. The real money's up in the penthouse. The money is not carrying the build the, the business up the elevator. It's it's when you actually get to live in the penthouse. And in this particular case, you know, this is something that this maybe this is a company that could have created, you know, uh, thousands of jobs for black people. Uh, You know, and again, I don't know. I'm not here to uh, armchair quarterback the decision that Swiss Beats and Timberland made. Um, I don't know what their financial situation is. I'm not judging that at all. But I am going to say this. Here, here's my final thought on this. I It's going to get really ugly um because it looks like Triller isn't just sitting back like a quiet little corporation that's going to let. People just talk bad about them. It sounds like they're saying, okay, you want to lay out our dirty laundry? How about we lay out your dirty laundry so people will know why we didn't pay you? And I don't know if that benefits anybody's brand. I think it makes everybody look a little bit crazy and a little bit bad. And I'd be curious to know what those other part owners, um, you know, again, from what I've read, uh, Kendrick Lamar and uh, Snoop Dogg and et cetera, they own a piece of Triller. So I'm curious to see how they feel about all of this, because I don't think this really helps Triller's brand, at least amongst tastemakers and influencers in the black community. Uh, So anyway, that's my two cents, guys. Uh, I'm sticking to it. So thank you all for listening. It was real. and, And I hope you have a wonderful day. And I'll check back in with you again real soon. So be good. Hit the thumbs up button on your way out. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Go to boyswalkins.com if you'd like a free e-copy of my book on how to build wealth by investing $5 a day in the stock market. I want black people to have our own wealth. I don't want us to just have to sell ourselves to white people. That's not the model for the future. Take care. God bless you. Love you. Peace.
1: Here we are claiming the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones too late. Now, family, we the ones who got to delegate. Get that money in the power. Never be fake. Stick to coach sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs. Support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees.